welcome to Bangers and Mash Chat, first episode in a little while, and it's great to be back. Long time no talk. Yeah. I think it's been almost a month. I know. Well, well we had those two specials, which were fantastic. Sorry, what? You got your microphone, like, practically up your nose. I know, because yours is louder than mine. Is it louder now? I don't know, because we won't know until we we've played it down. back. I'm always too loud. I mean, in life generally, but yeah. on most episodes. <laughs> um, so it's been almost a month. Happy New Year's Eve, everyone. Um, and it's been a month. I've been a long month. Been, been a yeah, busy month. Very busy. So, um, yeah, how have we all been? How was Christmas? Hope you had good Christmases, everyone. We had an interesting Christmas period. We had the kids, which is lovely, but we were sick. Uh, I was probably the most sick. I got smacked by a massive dose of flu, and I was in bed from sort of the Monday to Thursday of the week before Christmas. Um, just about made it up and about for Christmas Day, but was inside. Um, barely ate anything, felt like absolute death. And the kids were coughing, they had coughs, didn't they? Yeah. We basically spent the entire week in pyjamas because we were all just sick. Kevin got it, but kind of soldiered on because he does and now it's hit him a bit more now everyone's gone um it always happens this time of year though whenever yeah. i take time off yeah i think my body goes ah now and I also when you, you but when you take time off and then the kids have gone so you don't have to look after anyone anymore <laughs> suddenly your body goes Boof. relax but so we excuse coughing because the two of us just don't even know when we're coughing anymore so if there's a lot of coughing on this episode do excuse that we apologize um but yeah so new year's eve we're having we were planning to go to a friend's house for excuse me <coughs> for, for new year's eve um but sadly kevin's just not feeling well enough and it's i just don't really want him to be driving sort of half an hour there and back and he's just yeah he tends to sort of crash for the last few nights he's crashed at about what eight o'clock or something yeah pretty eight, much sorry there is a tea in there um so yeah so we're just gonna have a really chill one by ourselves and just be boring yeah. you know the well, New Year's Eve that you never thought you'd have when you were 23 and dolling <laughs> up to go out until 4 in the morning <laughs> it'll, it'll be you, me and Jules Holland and Drusy and Drusy and Cleo and Cleo um, but something lovely that did happen yesterday um, was that our very good friends Sally and John Prosser were down in Gloucester seeing the other half of their family and they dropped in on their way back to say hi lovely. which was so lovely to see them. Yeah. they stayed for a couple of hours had a cup of tea and we had a catch up and saw the kids and yeah, that was really, really nice. So it was that was a really nice end of year surprise because we haven't seen them since summer. No. It, the last time we went to Bread. Plan a few, couple of trips up there. Yeah, for sure. So take the kids up there in the summer for the beach and we'll go up there before then and just yeah. see them. So it's been a really good year. I've just done our sort of Instagram, uh, Facebook, New Year's end of year post. So just to echo all that, really, it's just been really lovely to see all our friends, spend more time making new friends, you know, getting involved in our new local area communities church everything like that spending time with family it's been a really really good year for that yeah for sure um, it's been a great year all around into the house doing more stuff to the house has been awesome we've done a bit of that sort of over the last few days when we've been able haven't we yes um and yeah just all around been pretty pretty corking year actually settling into northampton properly um and just sort of yeah getting, getting on with things um and obviously as the opposites are there to everything there's been trials and frustrating times but you know you get through those things don't you and you just come out stronger the other side so um yeah so I suppose one of the not pleasant things that's happened to me recently is trigger warning by the way oh yeah trigger warning is it a trigger warning it might be Some okay trigger warning I'm gonna, so I'm, I'm gonna talk about stuff. a smear test trigger warning for anyone who's upset by a smear test <coughs> oh, excuse me <coughs> first though I'm gonna cough up a lung um 
so yeah as some people will know um I'm a big advocate for getting your smear test done. I started off too late. I started in my late 20s because I was too scared of going in. Stupid, stupid thing to do. Get it done. Make sure you do. Benefits massively outweigh the risks or the pain. And it's not really painful. It's just uncomfortable. So since surgery, smear tests have been difficult for me. I've had two. And because of all the scar tissue and the fact that my womb has decided to relocate since there's no more bowel in there, um, it's really hard to get done. It took two attempts the first time. I bled, it was really uncomfortable, and this time it took two attempts which failed, and now they've referred me to a gynaecology team at the hospital to stir it me up and get it done properly. Um, so I've got that consultation next week, uh, no, week after next, um, to try and get that done, and then hopefully they will just do it every three years from then on. Um, but yeah, so it's just sort of one of the irritating things about having stoma surgery. It does leave, obviously, all that scarring inside, which can make things like that quite difficult. However still go even if it's hard even if it's painful it's like minutes of your life to potentially save it okay so ladies make sure you get your smear done so yeah ultimately it's been a bit of, bit of build-up year for us as a family i think which yeah. has been really nice well like you said in your in your um address yeah don't worry about the king's speech everyone it's yeah. all about us it's all about us all about ellie really <laughs> Um, <coughs> blimey, that cough is bad. Yeah, sorry, we're going to have to like turn that down and edit it I'll, out. I'll, edit, I'll try and edit it. Put a edit. cat purr over it. Yes. There you go. That's a good it. idea. Put a cat meow over it. Oh. Yeah. It should be a podcast full of meowing. <laughs> 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 sorry, carry on. No, it's, it's been a really good year. Holidays. Um, Ooh, you can you, save our holidays next year. Yeah, well... Um, I'm very fortunate in my job, and I have a new job within Intertronics this year, which um, will start properly in earnest in January, which is I am now head of technical learning and development, which means that I am in charge of all of the knowledge within the business in terms of teaching people how to do what we do, and also teaching our customers how to do what they've bought, <laughs> and things like that, which is great. And I was very, very lucky to be on the receiving end of a, of a really nice Christmas bonus and it meant that we could uh, book some trips. So we've booked Butlins for the kids, um, not just them, we're, we're going yeah, to. Yeah, I was going to say we're not sending um, them away. <laughs> in, uh, in August uh, for the summer holiday, uh, we've booked a little trip to Berlin um, for Ellie's birthday in March and we are returning to a different part of Tenerife in September. I think it's September, end of September, um, which is fab. So we're very, very lucky to be in that position. I'm sure I'll be cursing having no money in a month's time no, or so. You won't. Um, but you know, you've but we've got to have something to look forward to. So I think we've got something, whether it be going to see friends or going to a show or something like that, in each month uh, this what, year. What Kevin doesn't know is that I've just had final confirmation that we've also got another weekend away together that I'm treating him to, and he doesn't know. Oh. I'll add it to your diary. Lovely. Um, um, so yeah, no, it's been a fantastic year. Um, we've really enjoyed the podcast and, and launching the podcast. Uh, we've had loads of lovely positive feedback. And the two specials that we've, we've just done uh, were really, really interesting. Uh, we'd like to do more of that stuff. Maybe not, not all on ostomy stuff. There's other specials that we could, mm-hmm. we could pull in different things. I think mental health is one of the, the big ones we want to yeah, look definitely. at. Yeah, definitely. We had a really good feedback on the ostomy episodes, though, even sure. from like non-ostomates. It was really lovely to be getting messages 
from you know an actual new listens in other countries just from yeah. that spreading because it the Iliostomy Association um put it on their socials and obviously they have hundreds of thousands of followers and it was just yeah. really lovely to be involved and I loved having you involved it was really they were just I, like you did a really cracking I interview. found it amazing I just found found the whole subject incredibly interesting I learned a lot mm-hmm. um a lot of things I thought I knew um you know confirmed and a lot of things that I thought I knew you know sort of Not, myth busted yeah, almost yeah. All. so yeah it was a really really good episode Claire uh and Caroline did an amazing job yeah with, thank you ladies again yes. for that uh, it was really, really good. And obviously, thank you to everyone who's emailed us and uh, direct messaged us. It's been really, really encouraging. So yeah. thank you very much. And we're really enjoying it. So even if we only had one download a week, we'd still carry on. So, you know, it is what it is. Exactly. Yeah. So I think if you but were on to... that note, sorry, um, we're on almost 300 downloads, which is insane. I know. That's, I yeah. Love, that's amazing. That's quite cool. Like, that was the best Christmas present ever. <laughs> I, I think if, if this year was... Sorry, sorry. If we were to write this year as a report card... Um, rather than you know can do better or must do better I think this year is a pretty good year yeah I agree so Ellie what is 20 oh, <laughs> Celine mentioned you in a, in a comment thanks Celine <laughs> ruined that intro that was hilarious <laughs> hello Drucy okay uh, so Ellie, tell me what 2023 is going to have in store for you, personally. Um, I don't know, actually. I think the one thing I want to pick up is my blog, again, um, advocacy as well as just general stuff, because I've let that drop um, for reasons various, so I definitely want to pick that up. Um, I think, as well, I'm definitely going to be on the hunt for a new challenge professionally. Okay. Um, not saying I don't like my job I do I enjoy my team I enjoy the work I've just been doing it for sort of six seven years now and I think every time it comes to about five years I get the itch to move on and I'd like to stay in TFL because I've been there for nearly 12 20 years next year Um, and so I'd like to just do something different so I think that's going to be one of the things and the other thing is finally learning to drive so those are my three big things that I want to do for myself I know but it's not like a I'm not going to pressure myself into it they're my goals Mm -hmm. so I'm going to try really hard in each of those areas and see what I can do Um, so you haven't really talked about it very much about your blog but tell us a little bit more about what you do on your blog oh I used to hang on hang on why am I interviewing you I don't know it seems really weird leave that in that's (laughs) hilarious yeah you looked at me like you're going to cut that and I was like no 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 it's fine so thank you Kevin for that question it was really interesting I've I've kept my um my interviewing head on from the last two episodes so So tell us what what is your blog about I think most people well no that's not true um I used to do it quite regularly it's changed its name a fair few times um I can't even what's it called it's called I can't remember what it's called at the minute something about a bumblebee do you know I can't remember how bad is that Anyway, whatever it is, I'll have to change it because it's not very catchy. But I haven't done any posting for a while, but I really enjoy writing. But I'm not really a kind of writing in a novel writing person or a a novel writing way or a story writing way, but more of a, um, like, just to sort of things that interest me, passions and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I'm just going to pick it up. I'm not doing it weekly. That's too much pressure. Might do a monthly blog post alongside the podcast and obviously we want to keep the podcast going and try and do that like at least once a fortnight so yeah that's my kind of big goals for. i was trying really hard to find your blog 
quickly oh, I can't. it's it's in our link tree <clears throat> is it yeah it's on our link tree on our instagram page is it yeah great how much we use our link tree i tell you what let me find it because it's on my instagram and while i'm finding it why don't you tell everyone what your goals are for 2023 or you could put your phone, I'll put on, my silent. phone on silent yeah thank you carry on this is so unprofessional. Oh, yeah, because, like, it's been professional the entire time. <laughs> Wait for season two, people. Yeah, <laughs> it gets worse. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think 2023 for me is going to see a big change career-wise. Obviously, this learning and development thing uh, means an awful lot to me. And I think uh, learning more about CPD and um, other sort of career development um, practices and my own... Uh, journey on that you know it's, it's a whole different world it's a very very different world um, so looking forward to learning about that uh, teaching lots of people great things yeah. um, and I think in the organization that I, I work in information is the is the key to what we do um, so getting it in some sort of order um, and under control uh, would be a, a huge achievement for the year yeah uh, so that's from a professional point of view from a, from a personal point of view um, I think yeah, I've got to get back into my 5K and 10K running. Yeah. That's really important to me. Uh, there's lots of benefits to that, especially with mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not that my mental health is in a bad state at the moment. In fact, I think it's in a pretty good state. It is. At it the just, moment. I just find that, like, especially with you, when you regularly exercise, you're, I don't know, you're, you feel like you're more focused. Like, you feel more positive. Not more positive because you're not not positive, but, like, it always feels like you've got drive when you're regularly exercising because it it gives you you feel better about it yeah. you feel better about yourself and when your confidence is up because it is down at the moment just yeah. like mine is you always tend to feel like if you if you if you feel good in your own body mm-hmm. and you feel strong and you feel fit and you feel healthy it just changes the rest of your entire life and the way that you go about things Drucy is now walking on the keyboard excellent yeah this might pause at any moment yeah yeah no i think you're right and also for me i'm quite a a creature of habit yeah. and i like routine um, so having exercise a certain number of times a day, a day, a certain number of yeah, times bloody. a week, Easy. Um, you know, would be would be a benefit from that point of view. Um, and yeah, sorry, Juicy just jumped off the desk and put me off my stride there. But I think um, and yeah, having just, the stuff in the garage as well. I mean, we yeah. need to get that going, don't yeah, we? Yeah, exactly. It? I just think there's the more the more you put into your life, the more you get out of it. 100%. I think so. I've, we've spent an awful lot of time. I've certainly spent a lot, a lot of time sat on my ass doing not a lot. Um, mm. Sometimes, but it's feeling, so easy to get into that, right? Isn't of it? Of course, it is. But you know, feeling sorry for myself. Oh, I really should be doing something. Oh, I'm really fat. Yeah, this is oh, me really now, not Kevin. I'm, I'm really, really fat. fat. I feel said, really uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm really fat. He said eating a bag of chips or you know, yeah. eating a slice of pizza and stuff like that. So, and then you yeah. comfort eat to make yourself feel better for being fat, and it's like, oh, vicious circle. Exactly. So that definitely. Sorry. Definitely breaking that habit um, this year, I think. Um, also, a couple of stupid little things. I mean, also, you know, making my lunch most days mm. rather than going to co-op and yeah. <laughs> buying lunch every day. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, that's if you did that for two weeks, that's, you know, 30, 40 quid. It is, but it also weeks. means you know what's going in it because pre-packaged sandwiches, if you're looking to be healthier, well, aren't yeah, great. Yeah, exactly. So definitely making my own stuff. Yeah. Try to cut down on the fizzy a little bit. And takeaways. And takeaways. And just generally living yeah, better. Just, exactly. And just living a slightly healthier lifestyle. Because you find that once you're past 40, 
losing weight, being healthier, and it's that kind of difficult. thing. It takes a lot longer to drop the same amount of weight now. Yeah, for sure. And it's just a bigger slog. And actually, yeah. exercising is more difficult because you're older and you don't move in the same way. Yeah. So actually, you have to kind of... I want to break back into Pilates. Actually, that was one thing I wanted to do. That's good. Once a week, just because for core... Yeah, back with Bianca for 100%. Um, and we're going to sign up to her um, her monthly plan yeah. so that we can use her videos because she is incredible and she got me back into shape after surgery. And my pelvic floor and my general core is like jelly right now and I can feel it. So once that goes into place, it also helps my back. So weirdly, getting your core strong sorts out your lower back. So I need to get back into that. And we've got yes. all the tools yeah, yeah, just yeah. being too lazy to use them. We will link to Bianca in the podcast we absolutely will yeah. we'll put a link in our link tree from instagram she's great i uh, like her a lot and she uh, does loads of different levels she also does like bar classes is that what they're called the ballet ones she does dance fit she is incredible and she's just fun and a lovely person as well so uh, i can't with a huge her huge back catalog of, of yes. sessions and stuff yep. at a very very reasonable rate oh yeah 100%. we're not sponsored by her by the way no 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 she's absolutely just, we, not just, just i don't rate. even know that she listens to this to be honest but i will tag her we just rate her as as a fitness coach yeah she's amazing she just keeps you going and she's really good and we've been really rubbish so we're going to get back into that and just to interject here my my blog is apparently called living the rosy life but it's on um the b thing that you were thinking of is it's on wordpress and my wordpress address is buzz of a little b dot wordpress.com there you go I told you so but the actual blog is called living the rosy life but i will it's on my it's on our link tree but i will start writing again and the last post was the 12th of may this year so yeah i need to get back into that. The, other, the very last thing i suppose we should probably talk about and we've already started it in 22 is that ellie and i have given up alcohol oh yeah oh yeah that's a big thing yeah that's quite that's a, big a big thing, thing not to talk about um yeah it's it's quite for those who know me uh it's quite a big thing um because i have a very strange relationship with alcohol um being son of an alcoholic um was very very tough and i sort of spent a lot of my late teens early 20s avoiding alcohol like the plague because i sort of was seeing what it was doing um to someone very close to me and the last thing i wanted to do was be like that uh not that you know i i have more willpower than that i think um, but certainly when I drink, I don't know when to stop. And that's and when when I think of all the potentially regrettable things that I've done in my life, they have all been because of alcohol in some way, shape or form. Whether I've been drunk, uh, I got drunk because of it or, you know, whatever it is, uh, it hasn't been a great experience. And when you think, when I think about it, I don't think alcohol adds anything to my life. Uh, it doesn't make me... Uh, any happier it doesn't make me a funnier person um it probably does makes it me make speak you better in social situations no it probably you makes don't me need it to have fun no we you know we've had some amazing times with friends who are drinking when we're not and had lovely nights yeah and actually it's nice being able to a remember it and b not feel like utter crap the next morning that's the other thing as well i mean the, the when i drink now um even if it's just one or two i feel rubbish the next day um ellie bought me really really kindly bought me a brew dog advent calendar um for this this christmas and i really enjoyed drinking those um every day and but i got past the first week having just having one a day and i felt like absolute rubbish 
Um, so I started then, okay, not having a couple for a day and then having three on a night and then not having a couple a day and having four on a night. And then I actually haven't drunk the last week's worth of beer because I just, I'm just done. And, and Ellie quite rightly pointed out a number of times that if I'm going to do this, it has to be like totally my decision and I have to be ready for it. Uh, and I think I'm totally ready for it. Yeah, I think I got that from Laura, actually. Like we were talking about just things that you give up a while ago, well, years back, actually. Um, and she very, she made the point. She's like, you can't give anything up unless unt- until you're fully ready, until it's the right time. Because if you do it because you feel pressured or because you're like, oh, I shouldn't, it's too much pressure and you ultimately fail. So you always know that you get to a point where you're like, you know what? This is the time. I am absolutely ready. I don't want it anymore. I, I've come to that conclusion myself. I've got there and I'm just, I just don't need it. And then that means you'll be successful. Yeah. And it's not to say, and what you should never do, and I'll say this now, you should never say to yourself, I'm never going to drink again because the likelihood is, is you're going to. But, and that's too, again, that is a lot of pressure to heap on and it just makes it not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So if come summer or whenever, or when we go to Berlin, if you want a German beer in Berlin, have a German beer. Yeah. Because German beer is nice and you'll enjoy it and you're not doing it to get hammered. So don't ever say, I'm never touching booze again. No, We're think... just not going to drink as routine. We're not going to yes. have it in the house. No. We're not just going to sit here of a Thursday evening, be a bit bored and sink up like a bottle of wine or when the kids are driving us loopy we're not just going to crack into a bottle of wine do you know what I mean it's just going to be when it it's nice and enjoyable yeah I think it's it's more of a change of attitude and yeah. a change of relationship yeah. uh, with alcohol um, and having it in the house you know drinking drinking four cans of whatever just for the sake of it just seems pointless and also if we're on this health kick then they are empty calories. Yeah. I mean, they are And also, empty if calories. you're feeling frustrated, because I know that that's when you normally look to have a beer, if you're feeling frustrated, like you used to, you haven't for a while, because you've realised that trigger and you stopped, but like, you could just go pound it out on the treadmill. Yeah. Get in the garage, go run your anger, stick on some Lincoln Park and just go nuts. <laughs> and then you come out sweaty, like absolutely shattered, but you've got rid of that pent-up frustration yeah for sure and i think there's better outlets but yes and well done you and i think i'm really proud of you for that because i know it's a massive thing with you it's yeah i mean so it's, it's something it's, a, it's something i've tried a number of times but ultimately failed because i wasn't ready yeah and i definitely feel like i'm ready now i'm certainly not going to get all preachy about it i no. don't want others to give up alcohol which is no, not right for them you. or anything like that you i do, do me um but i must mention that i did say this to um, some family members that I was giving up alcohol um, and one of them said oh no a dark cloud descends over part of Northampton and the misery and I just and I was like I'm so glad wow. I wasn't there Kevin because my mouth is too big to have let that comment go but, wow just yeah. like thanks for the support dear parents. yeah thanks for the support family members yeah. um, and you know my I don't want my life to revolve around alcohol um, so that's you know that was really sad and quite quite upsetting um but and you know not everyone's going to agree with what you do and you know some people need alcohol i suppose but then that's not a good thing but anyway it's it's everyone else can do that it's like yeah you work do what works for you what fits into your lifestyle your family your relationship you have everyone's different and i think if you're using alcohol for something then maybe you have to kind of look at Things. Yeah, I but just it was just again. This is people deal differently. Yeah, I would just like to you know if 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 I'm out and about and I don't want a beer, don't make me have a beer. Yeah, and this is the thing I would actually say to anyone. Not not just 
people that we know. If anybody refuses a drink drink when you're out, when they're at your house, when you're out at a party, when you're having dinner somewhere, if they say no to a drink because they don't want to drink, don't make them feel bad about it. Don't mock them for being boring. That's not cool. And all it does is make them feel worse and make them then want to drink. So just be respectful. We're all grown-ups. We're all in our 40s. If somebody has chosen not to drink alcohol, A, they shouldn't have to explain why, and B, they shouldn't be pressured into it, okay? So I would just say to anyone, because alcohol is and can be a massive crutch, and it's, it, it can be a knife edge with somebody slipping off to go back into it if they feel a certain way. So I think everyone just needs to be kind. Everyone's kind of fighting battles that you don't know about. And so whether it's food, alcohol, um, you know, anything somebody's giving up to better themselves, just be supportive. Don't make them feel like crap about it because that's not okay. Lecture over. Nice. So here's a fun update for you all. I know it was a while ago that we talked about this, probably November, given that the Ostomy episodes are December, but um, Kevin mocked me for buying Drusy a, a kennel because he didn't like being inside when the uh, boys were here. So not only is Drusy now okay, obviously, with being inside when the boys are here, um, he showed me what he felt about his kennel by weeing on it on the third night we had it. <laughs> so uh, we've put it in the garden. He's shown zero interest, and that was 90 quid well spent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty much like I said, yeah, well it done. would be. Is it nice being right sometimes? Sometimes. Yeah. After, Doesn't happen very often. I'd, I'd revel no, in that if I, I were you. Take those victories <laughs> when I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other thing uh, we did as well, which I think deserves mentioning because it's the sort of thing you get involved in when you get past 40, is we actually went to a local council meeting. We did. <laughs> we went to a parish council meeting about the dangerous junction on our estate and we rocked up there all. They you know, were, you will listen to us. We're going to make our point. You know, angry resident heard. They were and not they, expecting us. They were not. So they moved <laughs> the agenda item from right near the end to right at the beginning so we could leave. Um, but actually, every single council member was on our side, weren't they? They were yep. like, yep, that junction is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, it is. So they're going to hopefully take it to the main council. It is, for, for no other reason than it is just a poor design. Um, and, you know, some someone is going to get hurt there yeah soon we've seen near misses happen and actual yeah. accidents we've driven past an actual mid-junction collision yeah so yeah and also a lot of people get stuck on the junction yeah or can't get through the junction True. and i think people are just people in general on the roads are just less patient at the moment we hear beeping oh, and you know, people driving the, the wrong time. way around car parks up the one-way bits of car parks twice yesterday people are just very very Parking selfish over two entitled it's that basic I'm going to do what I want and two fingers up to everyone else. It doesn't matter because I'm doing what I need to Pretty do. Pretty much. And that's so many times. We saw that yesterday, didn't we? It was just yeah. like, we just break the rules because it suits you. Sure. Sure thing. It's like every time we say, I don't know if I want you to drive. I'm not sure I want you to drive, actually, because <laughs> your road rage... Yeah, it's bad. Your passenger road rage is... Yeah, it's bad. ...really quite bad. It is. Um, and, and I was just trying to think of all these things that have happened since the sort of three weeks since we've done a proper podcast... Um, we finished Alpha with Church, um, so that was really good. Uh, we had a few come to faith, and one of whom is getting baptised actually on the same day as me, which is fantastic. Yeah, which is amazing. We had a really lovely group, and I, for the first time helping, um, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah, and I found working with younger people. Yeah, and working. You know, our, our Alpha group was predominantly teenagers yeah. uh, with a couple of people in their twenties, yeah. and it was just really nice working with people of that age uh, to a point where actually I've asked 
church for more information about the youth yeah. movement Doing with a view to getting involved with youth ministry, which is That'd really, be amazing. That's a really cool thing. That's your bag. That's exactly where yeah. I feel like you're needed. Yeah. And actually even two of the members of our Alpha team who are go who do go to church, who are already Christians, who um said to Kevin that what they're missing is a male um youth leader. Because yeah. since the last guy left it's all females, which is great. But the young men in the church need and the boys in the church need a male role model and need a male to look up to. So actually that could be a pretty cool thing for you this year. Or them. They get me. Yeah. Well they might get me. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But that's Alpha was certainly a really interesting time round. Yeah. Um every time we do Alpha we get something different from it. Mm. And it's a different experience being on the other side of it, being a helper or, you know, stroke leader. But um, I think to a point this time where We've learned so much about what we'd love to do for the church through Alpha that we're going to offer to lead the entire thing next time. Yeah, next and run, run Alpha as a separate entity. Yeah. And just run it like as in how we've got this vision that we'd like it to run. So we're going to have a have a chit chat to our um, pastor at some yeah. point and see what he thinks about it. But um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. That yeah. could be pretty cool. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so getting involved in the local community is great. We've made friends with people on the estate, haven't we, this year? More yes. this year. We've got some really lovely neighbours who have become really good friends. Um, and it's lovely to be able to just go out and do local things and then just go and hang at each other's houses, which have been, has been lovely. Um, yeah, I think it's it was definitely the right place to, to move to, wasn't it? Yes, more and more we're getting sort of confirmation of, of that. It yeah. definitely feels more like home. Um, for those who live locally and have seen our house or maybe even just seen it on social media, uh, we decorated the outside <laughs> of the house um, with a lot of lights. A lot. And what was really nice is that when people were walking past, we got a lot of dog walkers um, come past. And, you know, our and delivery and people. And delivery people. <laughs> Every single one said, I love the lights yeah, on your house. They're like, you're winning the estate light game. There was 50 metres of cluster orange and red lights around the front and around an archway that we bought for the pathway. Yeah. And then the icicle lights icicles, around the yeah. house. It was yeah, it was insane. It could you could have landed planes yes. like on our front garden. I think, yeah, I think for a short while we became a, a beacon. <laughs> it was like on people's directions list. It's like look over when you see the ridiculous house on the corner, you're in the estate. Yeah, I think next year I'm looking to replace that tree directly yeah. out front, outside with the front a Christmas tree. with a Christmas tree to light it up. To light it up, yeah. yeah. I'm going to try and trim it and prune it so it forever stays about sort of ten foot tall. Nice. Not much, no, and just in the a, same colour lights or different to what we've I had? I don't know. I don't know. Just some, just, but anything except blue. No offence to people who like the blue and white lights. I just find them a bit cold. But anything except those. Isn't it weird? When you look at a blue light, like an actual blue light, it looks like a halo. Yeah. It's like, there's a you weird... can't focus on it. Yeah. Isn't it weird? It's... Are you being sarcastic? No. It's... Uh, no, no, no. I thought I'd missed something really no, no, obvious. No. It's <laughs> actually really strange. I, yeah, and I don't like it. I just think it feels really cold. So I'm all for the warm lights. Warm but that's lights. just a personal preference because, you know, if you like the white lights, great. It's very Christmassy. But yeah. I just, um, it's not, not for me. Yeah. So but I also got, I got, okay, so here's a lesson I learned this year. I went super early and I decorated the house in mid-November. That's not going to happen again. Because, like, honestly, Boxing Day, I was itching to take everything down. And normally I would leave Christmas decorations up till the 6th of December because you're supposed to leave it until the 12th. January, sorry, because you're supposed to leave it till the 12th day after Christmas. Mm -hmm. That's sort of the traditional time. And normally I would do that right to the last minute because I love it. But this year, honestly, Boxing Day, I was you like, I am done. The entire lot came down on Boxing Day. 
and it's now back in the garage waiting to come up because I was just like I went too early I did I'm going to leave it this year next year it'll be December is the absolute earliest first week of December, December or first weekend okay. nearest the beginning of December that's okay but yeah that was a lesson learned this year because it looked beautiful and I loved the decorations they looked lovely but it, yeah by Boxing Day I was just like oh it's cluttered I feel claustrophobic <laughs> get it off so yeah we've taken those down we also um, I bought Ellie a hotel chocolat velvetizer for oh, christmas I've been wanting one for so long. has anyone else got one if you have you know how magic they are we know you've got one victoria yeah <laughs> yeah and i know pip's got a oh no who's she yeah she has pip's got one yeah, yeah. she was the one pip was the one who was saying that it's the best milk frother they've ever had so we've ditched our yeah milk we've di- ditched the milk frother um i use that now for my warm milk in my, my latte yeah latte but latte. it's just the hotel chocolat hot chocolate because it's literal shaved chocolate it's not that powder yeah i avoid hot it's, chocolate normally because you end up it's really nice but then when you get to the last couple of you know centimeters at the bottom of the mug it's sludge it's all sludge yeah. and it's all really strong and it's not very nice quite bitter and it's quite fake tasting as well because it's powdered yeah. but this stuff is just oh. amazing it's so so honestly good. i could just eat it out of the packet without <laughs> melting it but the two boxes that it was a present from the kids actually which was really lovely yeah. so they chose the color and the two it, they got it as a bundle so i get two flavors cups two and cups. two boxes of different flavored chocolates yeah so um this brings me into a thing about it's entirely pointless to have cups that hold hot drinks without handles. Whoever made those needs to be shot. Um, but the hot chocolate they chose was salted caramel and orange, which was gorgeous, and peanut butter was the other one. And they are both unbelievable. Like, it takes hot chocolate to another level, and I would recommend buying one to anybody everywhere because it was incredible. It was a great present. Yeah. And Kev got his. What did you get from the boyos? I got a Mil- Milton Keynes Lightning shirt. Which you've been uh, waiting for which for ages. I've been waiting for for ages. <laughs> uh, just need an excuse to go and wear it now. Well, um, Ang and Paul have said, we need to go to ice hockey, so let's get it in. Well, and we'll go. they'll be playing ice hockey until March right. time. Well, so we'll definitely organise something soon, and that way we get to catch up with Ang and Paul as yeah, well. that'd be great. Um, and also some more hockey dates with uh, my friends Liam and Toomsy, yeah, Dave Toomes. Nice. Um, so yeah, we're going to get some Which, more dates. By the way, that. must use a little bit of airspace here to just say, Toomsy, how incredible your man shed is. Yes, your man cave is I mean, incredible, and gym. Yeah, that is kind of the quality you want in a, yeah. in a man get, cave. If, if you're going to do a man cave, do it get proper. Toomsy, to bit like, bit like Mr. Prosser as well. That's yeah. a deep, that is a good man yeah, cave. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, if you're going to get one, get one of decent size. Well, furnish it with come, good stuff. Well, when we come to convert the garage, you can move in for a bit and get it done for you. Sure. <laughs> There's an invite. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's lovely that you're hanging out with those guys. That's really nice. No, it's great stuff. Okay, so I've got a dad joke. Uh, and I love dad jokes. I think this should be a regular thing on the podcast. I'm not going to lie. Some of your dad jokes have been really quite good. But I don't remember them. That's the trouble. That's I just, why I said to write them down every I time know, you think of I them. I know. That's, that's another resolution. Write stuff down. Okay. Uh, but knock, knock. Oh, who's there? Europe. Europe who? No, Europe who? <laughs> As I was saying it, I was like, Ellie, do <laughs> I really like that. Oh, so childish. Oh, poo I jokes. love it. I love poo, poo jokes, jokes, dad jokes. <gasps> if you've got any jokes, send them in. Oh, yeah. Send us in your best dad jokes, because then we can put them on every week, because we, we need a joke a week. I quite like that as a segment. Yeah. 
Also, and on that deliciously poo note, um, (laughs) (laughs) we will uh, say goodbye and a very, very happy new year. Thank you so much, guys, for downloading, listening, supporting everything to get this podcast off the ground and get it as far as it is at the moment. Um, We're looking forward to doing loads more episodes in 2023 um, and seeing you all, speaking to you all and just generally having another cracking year yeah as always get in touch with us uh, bangers and mash chat at gmail.com or on instagram at bangers and mash chat amazing and we look forward to hearing from you and speaking to you again in the new year yeah happy new year guys happy new year bye bye